Welcome back. This is Jim Cimbala, Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle. We are going to continue my new series, The Calling, a podcast for Christian leaders. Have you ever passed a home and seen a sign, beware of the dog? Beware of the dog. That's letting you know, usually, that there's no little tiny toy poodle in there. There's a dog that's there to protect the home, and you better be careful. Beware of deer at a crossing. You know, there's heads up throughout life, warning signs. And God gives us many as leaders in the church of Jesus Christ. I want to talk about one much needed today. It's a wolf warning. Beware of wolves. But you better be, look carefully because they're not dressed as wolves. They don't come and say, yo, I'm a wolf and I'm going to eat you. No, they come dressed as sheep. This is the tricky part. Oh, that's not important. Don't be, we, we shouldn't be judgmental, you know? I don't like haters. We all serve God in our own way. Oh, that's really not gonna cut it when we stand before Jesus Christ because he warned a lot about false teachers, false prophets. And Paul in Acts 20, a great chapter to read and reread because he gives his last address to the Ephesian elders there who he'll never see again. He says in verse 28, keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of God, which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. I know that after I leave, savage wolves, not just wolves, savage wolves, one translation has merciless, will come in among you and will not spare the flock, the flock being the people, even from your own number. What is going on here? Even from your own number, men will arise and distort the truth, not deny it, distort the truth, in order to draw away disciples after them. So be on your guard. Remember that for three years, the three years he was in Ephesus, I never stopped warning each of you night and day with tears. I mean, is this another world? Is this another religion? Could somebody help me? I don't hear hardly anyone talk like this today. And yet it's in scripture, and it's from the Apostle Paul who obviously we can learn from. So Paul here is saying a couple things. Number one, first, it's the role of a shepherd to protect the sheep. You and I are shepherds, i.e. it's our job to protect the sheep. In many ways, they're defenseless. They don't know most times as much as we know about walking with the Lord and scripture. So our job is to protect the sheep. Shepherd, I am the good shepherd. Jesus talked about that a lot. We are shepherds under the great shepherd. We have sheep. If we don't care what happens to them except that they show up on Sunday and give money, woe unto us. Woe unto us. No, we love our sheep. We love our sheep. God's put a love in us for our sheep. Now we got to protect them. Number two, we find out, he said, for I know that from among your own number, there will be wolves that will come savage wolves who will not spare the flock. Not if they'll come, it's how and when they'll come. And they won't spare the flock. They're totally predatory. These false teachers with their false doctrine, false prophets, false apostles. Oh, can't we all just live together? I wish we could. If this wasn't in the Bible, I wouldn't read it to you, but it must have some meaning. In fact, there's many warnings in the Bible Look up in a concordance all the verses that are connected to this about in the last days it'll get worse, not better, in terms of false teachers and false doctrines. 
So we learn it is. No, I rebuke all the wolves that are coming. You can rebuke all you want. They're coming. It's something God in his sovereign will has permitted. And now it's our job. Come on, let's protect the flock. Let's preach and pray so that they'll be ready to deal with those wolves and say, get out of here. Get out of here. Otherwise, they could be lured and succumb to the false teaching. Number three, I want you to notice that these wolves are cunning. They don't come, as I said before, like I am a wolf. Put up your defenses. No, they come like sheep. Notice the Bible says here that they won't spare the flock, and the flock that you and I have were purchased with the blood of Jesus Christ. You can't make light of the people in your church. It cost God sending his son and his son dying on a cross to make them sheep. Now, I'm not going to care for them. Oh, no wonder Paul said, woe is me if I don't do this thing properly. So we read here in the scripture that we're to watch daily because these wolves are very clever. And we have to watch first, it says, for yourself. Watch yourself first, then watch out for the flock. Why? Because these wolves appeal to us to get drawn away. Listen, I can't tell you. I go to countries, like I've been to South America, one country in South America, Argentina, 30 times. Peru, maybe 20, and a lot of other countries. And I'll go to certain countries around the world, and I've been there 10 years before, been in a church, and oh, the presence of God, they're baptizing people. I mean, the kingdom of God is moving. I come back, there's a different spirit, there's a different atmosphere. The pastor's prancing around like a show off. I'm hearing teaching that's not in the scripture, like, what happened here? What happened? The false teaching and false prophets, many times from North America, have, they've, it spreads out everywhere. Africa, Asia, everywhere. And the con artists that, that get money and pervert the truth here, it spreads. And you can feel it in a second. Like, what happened to your church, dude? What happened, brother? Now, notice what makes this so difficult. Come on, we got to really face this and ask God how we can teach and, and guard the sheep properly. As Paul said, they're savage wolves. Oh, that word. Why didn't he just say wolves? Do you have to, like, say savage? They'll rise up as predators, not sparing the flock, and... They come in sheep's clothing. They're so clever. And he said, I warned you about them when I was there for three years with tears. That's how much I fought for you to be able to be victorious and stay strong in your faith. And then he says the amazing thing. God had shown them by revelation from your own number, these false prophets are going to arise. In other words, hey, guys, I'm talking to you. I'm encouraging you. You'll never see me again. They kissed his neck at the end. They prayed together, kneeling on the ground. But he had said, from your own number, God has shown me, from your own number, some of you are going to rise up and try to draw disciples after yourself, perverting the truth to get disciples. So let's focus in on this about these wolves, these false teachers. Usually, by the way, if there's a great emphasis on money, you know, put your wallet in a safety deposit box and look for an exit sign. Because there's no teaching involving all that stress on money and seed faith and all of that stuff in any, anywhere in the New Testament. But notice what it says here, that they will not deny the truth, they will pervert the truth. This is what makes them so cunning, so demonic. They don't deny Jesus, they talk about Jesus. They talk about the Bible, they'll quote verses. Satan did that when he tempted Jesus. 
but they pervert it, they twist it to come out to mean something other than the Christianity the Bible gives us. So pastors, leaders, we gotta search the scriptures daily ourselves and present it to the uh, flock so that the flock will know, whoa, Jesus would never talk like that. No, Paul would never do that. What, send the money in or your cancer won't be healed? No, 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 no. But if they don't know better than that, they'll write the check, they'll write the check. So we have to guard ourselves and guard the flock. Here's another telltale sign that's in the scripture and I've learned to watch. They will draw disciples after themselves. They'll pervert the truth, but notice what their modus operandi is. Draw disciples after themselves. In other words, I have the revelation. Others preach, but oh, I, oh, the things God showed me last night. And you can, Get those things. I've written them out. Your gift of $777 will bring them to you. They make it that they're exclusive, that no one else is doing it quite right but them, and you must follow them. It's not so much Jesus, the power of the Spirit, the beauty of the Church of Christ. It's about their personality, their charisma, and some of them are really good. Are they not? But you end up not talking about the goodness of Jesus, more deeper love for him. It's about, oh, following them. That's a sign of a cult. No one else is right but us. We can't even agree to disagree on secondary matters. You must believe exactly like I believe, or you're lost and headed to hell. There's many perversions of the truth, but these cunning wolves that Paul warned us about are everywhere today. I wish I didn't have to talk about this. I wish I didn't have to tell the congregation that doctrine is important. Yeah, you gotta know what you believe. No, I just, you know, when I feel it. Listen, feelings are not a guide to serving the Lord. The Word of God is our guide. So God's gonna equip us, and we're gonna be sheep protectors. And we're gonna shoo those wolves away and present our congregations to the Lord as a pure bride to their husbands. Let us do it with all of our hearts in Christ's name. Amen.